I guess my the story that I want to tell starts probably about a year ago, and um, it starts out with just like this idea that um, I think it's a mutual experience for all of us that if you think about your life one year ago, it's very different than your life is now probably um, for whatever reason, right? Um, and so I was sitting on this plane in Dallas, um, kind of having this like dramatic moment to myself. Um, and it was like raining outside and I was like, oh, it's like a movie. Like I'm like thinking about just like processing my life and thinking about how my life has gone. And I was like, my life was so different one year ago. Um, and I thought about how one year ago I had this plan, like just this really like concrete plan and exact idea of how I thought my life was going to go. In some ways it's been this like carefully constructed plan over like 24 years of my life. Um, and then, you know, a number of events this year just like kind of derailed that plan a little bit. And, um, all of a sudden I didn't have a plan and that was kind of, that was kind of freaky to me. Like, um, I didn't realize how much of a person I am that likes to have a plan until I didn't have one anymore. And so for the last few months, like every single day, it has been just like me, like making a plan, like, okay, wake up, go running, um, eat breakfast, take a shower, sometimes, um, brush my teeth. Um, like, um, and go to work and then come home. Like, it's just like very distinct plan, like every, you know, like every day. And I'm sitting on this plane and I have a plan for the plane ride, this eight hour plane ride, right? I downloaded this audiobook. I'd like plan to watch a couple, uh, uh, spend a couple hours watching this movie. And like right off the bat, like my plan was just like, again, derailed. Like the audiobook didn't download in time and I didn't realize it until like it was too late. The movie system was down, so I just had eight hours to just like sit with my thoughts, and it was just immediately it was like, okay, my plan is like totally derailed again. Um, and so we get we get to Peru. Um, we were we were kind of doing a little bit of a an off the beaten path thing. Um, I think when most people go to Peru, you know, you hear about like Machu Picchu and Cusco, and um, what a great experience that was. And we were doing something a little different. Um, we were staying in a really small town um, about nine miles out, outside of Lima, nine miles north of Lima, and it was very off the beaten path. Um, it was the most like isolated I've ever felt. Um, there, I literally in this town we were staying, and I, I, my friends were the only white people. My me, myself and my friends, and um, we were with a couple of people that spoke Spanish and Portuguese, and so that was really helpful. Um, and then there was um, this dialect uh, called Chechuan that no one spoke, and like we, and no one that I was with spoke, and so it was just very like, wow, like we are in the middle of nowhere. Um, so we spent a couple nights acclimating at this lodge. Um, it was like 12 and a half thousand feet and, um, I, it was exhausting, like walking up a flight of stairs. I was like, oh my gosh, I've never felt so like out of my element. Like I walked upstairs and I'm like dying, you know? Um, and one of the nights there we met this couple, um, from the United Kingdom who were riding, um, their BMW, 1982 BMW GS from the tip of Argentina, the Southern tip of Argentina up to um, Alaska. They were spending an entire year doing this. And the man had, well, the man was a surgeon and the woman was like a high up marketing executive um, in Whole Foods, like in England. And they both just quit their jobs and decided to do this. And, you know, we asked them lots of questions. How long have you guys known each other? They're like, oh, we've been dating for like less than a year. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> I've like had a, like one or two serious relationships and both of them were like, there's no way I would do that with whoever it was, right? It was like, whoa, this is like intense, you know? Um, and yeah, it was just really cool getting to know them. And like, they were very cool people and just very easy to be around, really enjoyable. And um, I, the last night we kind of shared a meal together and, and we're just kind of talking and stuff. I asked them, I was like, hey, like what, like, what was the extent of like your planning in doing this, you know? And the man, Daniel, just responded and said, 
we bought a map <laughs> and I was just like, what? Like, and I had this like kind of out of body experience where I saw us all sitting at a table, all laughing and goofing around and talking. And then me, like the lonely, like quiet person at the end of the table, just thinking about this comment that he had made, like we bought a map. Like that is not very much planning for such an extensive and, and intricate journey with this person that like, yeah, I mean, the last relationship I was in, I knew the person for 10 years and I still would not have done that. Like, that's a very intense thing to me, you know, like traveling with somebody for a year um, without, with just buying a map, you know. And I had this moment that was inspiring to me. Ooh, sorry, <laughs> awkward. I had, the, I had this moment that was, in, it said four minutes also. So. I know, I realized okay. that after okay. I started. <laughs> yes, I got another minute. Apologize. I had this moment that was inspiring to me where I realized that I think... I've spent my life trying to plan things, trying to like make sure things go according to plan. I don't know if you if you remember the quote in The Dark Knight where the Joker says that like as long as everything goes according to plan, like nobody panics even if the plan is horrible, you know? And I I I, re I relate to that so much just because like even if the plan is not necessarily something that we enjoy or even if um what's going on in our lives isn't enjoyable, as long as things are going according to plan, like things are fine. And as soon as that plan is derailed, like it's it's like overwhelming and it's a it's this feeling of panic and when that when Daniel said like we bought a map, um, I realized that like I think some of the most like beautiful and inspiring moments in our lives come when we don't have a plan, and um, a couple of days later we were hiking um, we we're summiting the highest point in our in our backpacking trip which is like sixteen thousand feet and. It had been raining the entire day, and it was, like, one of the most, like, mentally and physically challenging things I've ever done. And we get to the top, and I just thought, like, oh, my gosh. Like, life cannot get better than this. Like, I feel so fulfilled right now. Like, this was not part of my plan, and yet, like, I feel just, like, so inspired and so fulfilled that I did this, you know? And I thought, like, life cannot get better. And a couple of days later, we were sitting um, in this in this town, Yungay, waiting for a bus to come. Um, and this lady, this old Peruvian lady, came up to me. She spoke Chechuan, so no one knew what she was saying. She was just, like, uh, speaking. And she came up to me and just, like, touched my face and, like, touched my hair and had this big smile on her face. And in that moment, I thought, like, thought immediately back to, like, the moment we had summited the peak and when I thought that life couldn't get better and, like, just having this connection with this lady who I didn't know and, like, who I couldn't understand. I, I thought, like, life can get better and, like, life can always get better. And that was, like, a very, like, inspiring and, like, powerful moment um, for my trip. So...